A wise man, a Stoic philosopher, a sage. We've come a long way from the building blocks of Stoic philosophy during Roman times, and the once called lovers of wisdom has diminished from being a way of life to just an understanding of book knowledge and concepts. Join me on this journey as we build an already existing version of ourselves to create our own mentors who have the virtues we admire to keep us accountable and stay true to a future version of ourselves. This is the Stoic Sage. Fight to be the person philosophy tried to make you. Marcus Aurelius Welcome to the Stoic Sage series, Stoic Dive. In this series, I go into Reddit communities and take a dive into subreddits such as r slash stoicism and r slash philosophy to share and apply stoic thoughts on modern everyday topics. Hope you enjoy. Welcome fellow stoics. Today I chose three posts from the subreddit r slash stoicism. And the first one is by Reddit user nonmirror346. It's titled, My Father Lied to Me About Having a Terminal Disease, How Can I Move On? The body of the message says, Yes, my own father. While I was waiting for my blood test results, he got my mail, read the results, and told me that the test was negative. That was 14 years ago. Some time had passed, and I found a letter addressed to me in his wardrobe stating that I have the disease. I lost my job because I was unable to confirm why I was unwell. My father knew the entire time. As of lately, I find myself really angry, lashing out, thinking about every opportunity I lost because of this man. If I could get out of this wheelchair, I'd be gone far, far away. Any advice would be much appreciated. And so I went to his previous post, uh, uh, and he was positive for... Um, Friedrich's ataxia. I know I'm butchering that name, but um, so I got a little bit more detail into that. So this is the uh, shortened second post. But my God, is this a roller coaster? I am so sorry you had to go through this. Nobody should ever have to go through this. And no matter who you are, no parent should even do this to begin with. My first thoughts are to go and get a lawyer first, because you may have a really good case here. I mean, you did have to lose your job, but not knowing or confirming what it was. And I'm sure that there, you know, there's, I know that there's uh, long-term disability insurance and, and whatnot. And uh, if that, w- I'm, I'm not too sure how it goes, but I'm thinking if that wasn't claimed uh, early on or notif- noted early on, then that uh, may have disqualified you. But if you get a good lawyer about this, I have a feeling you can have a really good case here. But from the perspective of stoicism, I can understand the anger you must feel. Remember that these feelings are completely natural. As a stoic, we must remember that, that the actions we take after the fact are within our control. Allow yourself to feel, but also think about reconciling with your dad's actions by taking a few steps. Understanding that you did not choose your family, who you were born to, 
you also could have done nothing in the past to make him make a better choice. His reasons are his reasons alone. The only thing to know now is the fates are now on his doorstep, and whatever comes next will be on him. And this includes the very real possibility of you never seeing or talking to him again, which are within your own rights to do so. But, so understanding all of that, right? Understanding that a lot of that was out of your control. So don't be angry with the past. There's there's no point in being angry with the past. We can only review it, understand it, and then reconcile with what you felt in the past or how those have impacted you to today, and then move forward. Move forward with actions that you can take. And I know, and I know, I know it's absolutely terrible. Um, you know, I, I can only imagine what, what you must be going through. But what can you do now? So looking at this disease, I know it can be a lot to take in as to say the time of death is sooner than anticipated. But remember the words of Epictetus, where he says, we are playing a character in a play. The play itself is fate. It has a destined end already. The destined end for your character is already predetermined by the fates. But... All we can do is play our character well. And we have to remember that death is also a friend. And death is a final bliss, a release from pain. Marcus Aurelius experienced a relatively painful death. And in his final days, he meditated to the day of his last breath, allowing his body to take him to its final rest, but his mind within control, accepting really what is coming. So from a stoic, stoic perspective, I just would tell you, you know, remember to reconcile with the past. You can't change any of that. Move forward with what you can for today and then make peace with yourself today and you know, be okay with meeting your final friend. I wish you well, my friend. So this second post is by Little Wonton. Amazing name, by the way. It's titled, It's Hell and I Accepted It. The body of the message is, My house is falling apart. Dealing with gang violence around me. I think I'm being watched and targeted. Had my education thrown in the bin and burned because I don't have access to good internet for online classes. Lost a lot of close friends this year. Stopped bipolar medication because it's too expensive. Lost my job. And I'm, well, became friends with death and best friends with hell. Realized that my time is very limited and precious. Realized that hanging out or hanging on to what hurts is useless. Realized that standards don't matter much. Stopped accepting bullshit realized that I can create a life of my own peace within chaos. <laughs> and then it ends with, so what are you fuckers up to? <laughs> I love this. Not to make fun of your predicament. 
But your mindset is amazing. This, this is what Stoicism is all about. Memento mori. Being content with what is out of our control. Our mindset is within our control. I applaud you, little wonton. As a Stoic, we have to remember that the things that are within our control are also actions to be taken courageously and wisely. We are resilient people. And that resilience is built off of adversity. And as Marcus Aurelius once said, if we can imagine it within our grasp, then think it possible. I remember growing up in a relatively undesirable area. I was surrounded by gangs for a while. And the place got cleaned up around the time that I was leaving uh, when I had moved out of my parents' house. But nonetheless, it was sketch, so to speak. And when I was in college, I would, like when I was living with my parents still, I would walk to college about three or four miles to get to a bus stop. And that was for my first two years. After that, I saved up for a bike and then biked three or four miles to the bus stop. Then I saved up more money after I had gotten a job. I bought my first car. And then, you know, that was nice. <laughs> but it's within adversity that we find the courage and strength. You become resilient. You understand that adversity is the way. As Ryan Holiday would say, adversity becomes the way. These actions were all within my control. So I took them because it's within the small steps that make the greatest impacts. I will leave you with this. Difficulties strengthen the mind as labor does the body. Alrighty, for this final post, it's by Sensory Tourist, and it's titled, I'm finding it hard to cultivate humility and self-restraint within myself. Any stoic advice to help? The body of the message goes, I'm finding it a real challenge to put the wisdoms taught by Epictetus and Marcus Aurelius into practice. I strongly desire to be more stoic in my life, yet my autopilot mode too often tends in the opposite direction. I recently started a new high status slash prestigious job, and I'm noticing that my inflated ego, arrogance, and feelings of entitlement and superiority are uh, cropping up again, especially when I'm not watching myself carefully, simply relaxing with the friends and family, or simply feeling tired. I'm not too sure where that came from. But how do I remind myself of the stoic virtues of hum humility and self-restraint even when I've lost focus and am in autopilot mode? Thank you, everyone. All right. So I would say, to start, ego is the enemy, but not in all cases. Ego is necessary in some cases. It's okay to take up some space. It's okay to be proud of the work you do, but all within moderation. Ego is needed so you don't lose track of your purpose. Not the purpose, like life purpose, but yours. We all have an individual purpose, and but you have to have that with pride. You have to hold it with pride, but all within moderation. You think a Roman emperor ruled with no ego? 
His ego was for the heart of Rome, making decisions of war for the good of Rome. That takes ego, because he holds Rome to a high standard and will, will protect it at all costs, as well as expanding it. So, ego is the enemy, but you have to moderate it. And if you're having trouble knowing that you are acting in excess of ego, I will give you some advice. Journaling is a powerful tool. When you know you have been in excess of ego, writing it down with these key things in mind will greatly benefit you. What triggered you? What environment were you in when you were acting in excess? And reflect on what you could have done in that moment. Don't dwell on it. You can't change the past, especially if you've already done it. But reflect and then remind yourself of this note that you wrote, maybe as a nightly journal. And when that moment happens again, it'll kind of be, you know, like you're talking with your subconscious. It'll speak back to you in the moments where you have actively written out those moments. Especially, I mean, if you return back to it, it's also really important. Uh, I, I personally use a Stoic app. And one thing I really, really enjoy about this app is the first couple things that it asks you is, how did you feel today? If you're doing an evening reflection, right? The morning reflection, and it starts with how did you sleep? But the evening reflections, how did you feel today? And you write all the feelings because um, it tracks it all. Even if you felt angry during the day, but happy at night, you still track it. And the reason why this is important is because in this particular app that I use, if you have been angry, distressed, anxious, sad, any of those very negative things, it also does it for the positive ones too, but for this particular case, if you've felt that way, uh, the app will immediately tell you, hey, it's been three, four days that you've felt this way. Would you like to reflect on why? You know, it's amazing. It really is because, and this is not sponsored. I really wish it was, but, <laughs> but this app does wonders because you can write things down, but it's also good to kind of reflect on it, right? And this app kind of does it for you, which is absolutely amazing. Also, if, you know, all that data that you collected, all that written stuff, you can actually purchase a book version of it. You buy a book, uh, it takes all the data, all of what you've written out for as long as you want, and then you purchase it. It's pretty great. Again, I wish I was uh, sponsored by, by, by the Stoic app, but maybe in the future. Another thing, uh, I have a ring. I'll go into detail of this ring in another podcast. There's a hint, hint. It's from Alexander Drake. I'll give you that final hint. But this ring... I have actively given it a purpose, something to remember when I look at it or remember when it's there. And this, ri this ring reminds me to remain stoic. I used to have a coin and that had the same purpose. And I'd always have it in my uh, left pocket. And whenever I reach into my pocket and touch the coin, I immediately remember, ah, Remain stoic. Remain stoic. It's uh, 
it's these little things, you know, that, that really help you out, especially if you're having trouble tracking yourself. Uh, it's the journaling speaks to your subconsciousness. And then these little trinkets that you have, it, it could even just be, you know, your favorite shirt or something. I don't really know. <laughs> Whatever you want to give it. But it, 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 it goes to say that being stoic is an active effort and a choice we make every single day. I can promise you that it gets easier. But it is in this moment. Remember this. It's within this moment that you found an opportunity to practice stoicism. You realize you are falling short. Therefore, we just make adjustments to become better. This is a great opportunity. Whenever I fall short of something, I, that's exactly what I think. I tell myself, hey, this is an amazing opportunity to be better, to break free of a fear, maybe. Um, I think I'm just now getting on TikTok. If you guys have uh, followed me on Instagram, you would also <laughs> know that. But um, I get a little nervous. You know, I don't like to re record myself too much. I mean, podcasting is fine. But uh, putting my face out there, that's a little bit different. You know, there's a different pressure that it adds. But that's besides the point. I mean, I'll get to it eventually. But <laughs> what I do to get through it, though, is I, I tell myself, hey, this is an opportunity to grow. This is an opportunity to be better. This is an opportunity to overcome fear. This is an opportunity to become more stoic. And in uh, I have... Um, in my day job, I'm a project manager. So whenever I have a meeting, a very big meeting with stakeholders or something, I would sometimes get nervous. And I, as I told you, I have a ring. When I'm giving out the presentation, uh, I will, you know, sometimes get nervous or, or uh, stumble or, um, you know, whatever I'm going through that wouldn't be so stoic. And I would look at my ring or feel my ring and I would remember, no, be proud, hold yourself, hold yourself together, be courageous, speak wisely. You know, I would remember those things. It's the little trinkets, it's the journaling, but the point in case is it's an everyday choice. It's an active effort that we make. So those are what I would recommend. Ego is definitely the enemy but only in moderate, only when in excess. We need to control ego. And that's what I would say. But thank you so much, guys, for stopping by. I do appreciate it. Until next time, this is the Stoic Sage. Are you not entertained? Well, yes. Yes, I am. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for stopping by then. Come back every Tuesday and Thursday for more Stoic discussions. The Stoic Sage is on Instagram. We appreciate the support. Remember that it's one day at a time, one step at a time. Be confident in yourself to create the best version of yourself. Until next time, this is the Stoic Sage.